everyone loves TV Dad. On the next TV Dad presented by Progressive, TV Dad explains becoming a man. Son, it's time we had the talk. Okay, TV Dad. You know, drivers who switch and save with Progressive could save hundreds. Oh, is that why my voice is changing? That's a question for your health teacher. Listen to your TV dad. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Potential savings will vary. And now it's time for the Ask the Angry Ninja Show. It's the Ask the Angry Ninja Show. Bum, bum, bum. I got a bum, bum, bum. It is a glorious day. Nothing is better than a day that starts with a bum, bum, bum. Oh. <laughs> she shut down the bum, bum, bum with a purr. Shut it down. That's not good. All right. <laughs> you hear the ninja wife, you know what that means. We still have more movies to talk about. Are you guys shocked yet? Well, I mean, we did do TV, and then we did do books, and... Whatever. We're just kind of flip-flopping, like a little mermaid. Flip-flopping like a politician? I was going to be like a mermaid with a tail, you know? Whatever, it's all the same. No, I like mermaids better. I mean mermaids, even though they're fictional creatures, are better than politicians, which is kind of sad. Anyway, <laughs> you know what I want to do? I want to get a giant glitter bomb. When I say a giant glitter bomb, I I'm mean... I'm where this is going so far. I mean like a four or five thousand pounds of glitter. I'm so liking this. Can I just get under it? Right, right. I want to drop it in the middle of Congress and set it off while they're in session. <gasps> It'd be so pretty. I mean, could you imagine five thousand pounds of glitter just exploding in the middle, middle of session in Congress? Oh, uh, can I be there? I mean, I'm just saying... Like, I don't know why anybody would be mad. That'd be funny. Oh, that'd be great. It'd never happen. I wish it would. Let's make everything sparkle. We, you know what? In the Papton, right? What? The, the laws, every bill passed through Congress for the next 20 years would be no covered. glitter. <laughs> and then I'd cry. No glitter allowed. It's against what? the law. No, 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 no glitter. Well, I mean, probably no glitter allowed. But at the same time, like, if they'd be cleaning the glitter for so long, every single piece of paper that came from Congress for the next 20 years would have glitter on it. You know, anytime I had to turn in any kind of paperwork, it was always pink glitter ink. I, I know. <laughs> I know. You, 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 your resume probably had pink glitter ink. My resume. Um, anytime I had to write an accident report. Yeah. And then I always end with a smiley face, heart, and oopsies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she broke some. On a fork truck, and yeah, you look like my bad. Oopsie, sorry. Here's your cookies. And the supervisor look at it, go. Well, we know he did. I don't even want to put this in a file. You're good. Go away. He did, but he ate the cookies. Of course, he ate the cookies. They were some good cookies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. So <laughs> movie list. So we're doing movies. And I picked all of these. You did pick all of these. I did. Oh. And they're such great ones. They are pretty good. Well, if you want to, but... Well, no, no, no. Just because... No. No, no. No, they're all great. 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 Best list ever. No. But it's okay. Right. I like your top one. You like my top one. And my top one is Martin Short. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Martin. And, and honestly, I could have picked a whole bunch of different movies for right? Martin Short. Like Santa Claus 3. I think I waited... I waited... 
I like was picking like five to ten and then had to narrow it down. Yeah. But I remember in a movie I watched when I was a kid that I thought was the coolest movie in the world when I was a kid. And I ended up really liking it. I don't know if the science carries over to today. <laughs> Probably not any. But the movie was called Inner Space. And it was him and... Uh, I'm going to forget the other actor's name now. Um, but Martin Short plays an oblivious guy. This is a normal guy walking around, right? Mm-hmm. And they're trying to perfect shrinking. And the ideal is medical technology, this, that, whatever. So they shrink a dude. They shrink a dude into a syringe in a little submarine kind of thing. And then somebody tries to steal him. And he ends up getting injected into Martin Short. Now, this guy's trying to get out of Martin. That sounds messed up. Well, he's in a little submarine floating around the body with medical devices attached to it. Okay, okay. Right. And... So he, he's trying to communicate with Martin Short, try to get it so he can get out because he doesn't want to be shrunk in this dude's body forever because he only has so much oxygen and all that kind of good stuff. Mm-hmm. Although he literally goes into the lungs and refills. Yeah. Yeah, only the science, you know. No, no, the science probably doesn't pick up anymore. But then uh, he goes, like, he goes up to the guy's eardrum and he attaches an antenna thing to his eardrum. And. And? And attaches an antenna to his eardrum. You know what this reminds me of? Being totally distracted. I'm sorry. No, Horton hears a who. Over you killing a, a, a roly poly? I didn't kill it. It's a roly poly. Huh. Anyway. You, you killed a roly poly. He got distracted, y'all. Totally. I, I've lost it. Okay, let's go on to your choice. I'm gone. I lost everything. Yeah. All right, your choice. No, he was talking about this dude goes to an antenna so he could talk to him. Yeah, and so you, imagine being Martin Short, and suddenly you just start hearing a voice in your head. That'd be messed up. Right? And then suddenly you feel pain in your eyeball because this guy just shot a grappling hook thing that attached to his nerve so he could see what you see. And he's talking to you in your head. That'd be really messed up. But it kind of reminds me of Horton Hears a Who. Right, yeah. And, and you know... Go through the movie, they do a whole bunch of stuff, they end up getting out back to full size and save the science and so they can continue doing great wonderful things. But the interactions between Martin Short and the guy in his head are absolutely hilarious. And in good stuff, great movie. I've never seen it. I honestly, going back and watching this movie, DJ Remastered, might feel god awful. <laughs> because a lot of older movies don't convert so well, and I'm betting this is one of them. But yeah, is my I mean my iPhone shoot could shoot a better movie than what they used to film this movie. But great movie, um, and it's funny and it's just good times. I like Martin Short. Yeah. I mean, the list goes on and on for him. Right. Jungle to Jungle, um, Clifford. Mm-hmm. Love Clifford. But I picked Treasure Planet. Treasure Planet. Now, I think you and the kid watch this with me. You did, it was a good movie. So it pretty much is the basics of Treasure Island. Just in space. Mm-hmm. Um, he plays the little robot companion friend for Life Me. I had the name and I got the, myself distracted. The one that was missing part of his brain so he was a little yes. crazy? Yeah. And he plays that character. Now, I love this movie because it is a great adventure. It is a great movie for you and the whole family. And it's on Disney+. Plus. And <laughs> I couldn't resist. Not a sponsor. <laughs> 
<laughs> give me time. Give me time. Right? We're I mean, honestly, if anybody should, it's them. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's just a great movie. It's a great family movie. It's a fun movie. Oh, yeah. I like when he's surfing through the stars in the Milky Way. Mm-hmm. It's a great movie. And, you know, there's only one problem I have with this movie. There was no way to get the treasure? Uh, no. At one point, you know, he's searching for his dad. Yeah. And at the closest in the movie, if not the end of the movie, the door swings open, and you're like, oh, "It's finally his dad." No, no, no. They never, he, he never meets his dad. And like they kind of hint at one point that the big bad might be his dad. Yeah. But they don't tie that up at the no. end. No, he's not. That's my only problem with this movie, but it's a great movie. Everybody should watch it. It should. I mean, good movie. Honestly, she forced me to watch it. I'm like, I don't want to watch another Disney Plus movie. And she's like, "You got to." Watch. Was, we didn't watch this in Disney Plus. I was being. Oh. You're being all serious. I was being all serious. Uh, uh, anyway, we watched it, and the kid loved it. I yeah. liked it. It was good. The, the surfing. kid set through it. Yes. All right, and the next one is... Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid, and I'll go first. I pick the day after tomorrow. Dun, dun, dun. This is a great movie. This movie is what's going to happen if climate change doesn't get changed. Okay, no, it's a science fiction movie, basically. But the idea of the movie is the climate is changing, and this scientist, played by Dennis Quaid, discovers that this has actually happened before, because he's gone through all the ice, whatever, in Antarctica, and he's trying to convince everybody, like, look, bad things are going to happen. We need to save the environment. We need to stop putting all this stuff in the air, because eventually the Earth's going to balance itself out. That's what's going to happen. We're not, we're not going to have flooding. The Earth is going to balance itself out. The problem is too hot. The Earth is going to find a way to make itself cool again, and it does, by creating three massive superstorms that literally turn all the northern and deep south into ice, and there's only like one area along the equator that is not ice, and his son happens to be in New York on vacation with the girl of his dreams who doesn't know he exists. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of those roles. Mm -hmm. And uh, they get trapped inside the library. In New York City, when the storm hits and literally freezes everything. And since he's used to traveling to Antarctica, he, like, straps on snowshoes and walks to New York in the snowstorm. Walks. walks. They, they, There's no snowmobiles? Um, they only get so far before the gas lines freeze. And then has to finish walking. And literally, at one point, they, like, fall into a Hardee's and turn on the propane tanks to stay warm. But... He goes there, he gets the sun, saves the day, everything. It, it Honestly, it's a, it's, it's a good uh, action kind of suspense movie. Because, you know what does survive in cold? Wolves from the zoo. Wolves? Wolves. And they show up at the library. Okay. I thought you were going to say Twinkies. <laughs> no, don't, don't, Twinkies froze. I mean, I do like a good frozen Twinkie, though. I like deep fried Twinkies and frozen Twinkies. They're both delicious. Hmm. You ever had a battered deep fried Twinkie? No. We're so going to the fair next year and you're going to have a battered and deep fried Twinkie. I don't, I don't know. Why? I don't know. You love Twinkies. Not no more. I think when we did our whole oh. experiment with the mini flowers and Twinkies, I think I burnt myself out on Twinkies. You'll be over by next year because that's not how long for the fair I go. All right, and your choice was? So I plicked. Plicked. You plicked? I plicked. How do you plick something? Plick. Plick. So I picked the remake of Yours, Mine, and Ours. And I have never heard of this movie. Um, originally it was a Lucille Ball movie. <laughs> he rose his eyes, y'all. 
I mean, no, I'm just not surprised. The Lucy Obama movie. Yeah. You love her. I do. Um, but they remade this one, and I liked it. Um, he pretty much is a naval captain or something. Naval. He, he's in the military. <laughs> and she, and he has eight children. He's a widow. And a tired wife. Oh, well, she was real tired. He's a widow. <laughs> she's like, she's like, she, he's going to try to pregnant him again. No, 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 no. God, take and me now. And then he meets, and I think it's Renee Russo who plays in this one. Mm-mm-mm-mm. It plays the Lucio Ball character. And she has ten kids. So this is like Brady Bunch on crack. Pretty much. Like, there's not a house big enough. Oh, no. They end up. Uh, buying like an old lighthouse and turn it into or something like that. Again, don't think that'd be big enough. Well, they make it work. Right? Well, there's three kids in this bed, four kids in this bed. Well, each room had so many beds. The older kids, the boys, uh, yeah, it, yeah, it worked. The stapling beds to the walls of the lighthouse. Pretty much. <laughs> you sleep on the roof today. You take watch. But it's a uh, challenge to get them to get along at first because you have one family who has been strict and structure and then you have the other family whose mother is like a uh uh clothes design and stuff so mm-hmm. there is no structure everything is wild because it's a freedom of speech and freedom to be yourself and yeah you can't do that with kids and so you got her 10 kids that are used to just going with the flow but you, then you got his eight that are it's got to be a certain time a certain way now yeah so it's a big hoopla to get them to go get along and enjoy being family. And then they finally get there and it's a great little movie. I love this movie. So he relaxes a little and she gets a little stricter it, and it all comes together. It's a good balance. It's a good balance. It's a good balance. Yeah. I mean, 18 kids. Shoo. There has to be some kind of balance there. Right? Yeah. Uh, and I think close to the movie, she finds out she's pregnant. Oh, you know. So like 19 and counting. <laughs> I've never seen that. You don't. Okay. Okay. Your life's better without that. Okay. And then your next pick. Jake Gyllenhaal. I struggled. You struggled? Because you took my pick. I know, but it's the best movie he's ever been in. Well, no, there was a movie when I was younger I watched called October Sky. But I haven't seen that movie in so long. That He's in a lot of really good movies. He was in Donnie Darko. He was in the... I didn't know about October Sky, but he was in October Sky. He was in... Uh, a uh, couple of uh, the night watcher where he's cameraman and starts killing people for stories uh, a lot of good stuff but honestly him as mysterio in spider-man far from home yes he nailed that role yes and that's why it was going to be my pick i mean i was worried although i don't know why i was because it's a marvel movie that they were going to mess up mysterio not do the big fishbowl on his head not do that and Although they changed the comic origins a little bit, they still kept it true to the character that he was a special effects guy and all the stuff he was doing and fighting with special effects. And I uh, just... Uh. See, when we first watched this movie and I was watching it and how he first shows up in the movie, I'm like, he wasn't a super from a different planet. What are they doing? Marvel, I'm not used to you failing. What are you doing to me? But they didn't fail. But I'm like, I'm going to sit here. I'm going to sit here. And, you know, he's talking about, you know, his home and stuff. I'm like, Marvel, what are you doing to me? What are you doing, Marvel? And then you get to the point where it's all... Just a scam. Just a scam. And I'm like, that's the Marvel I love. Okay. Although, 
There was one part about the movie I didn't like. What part was that? I don't feel like Spider-Man ever would have given those glasses to him. I don't either, because he was so attached to Tony Stark. I don't think he would have given those glasses. But on the same hand, he was going through that teenage phase where he didn't feel good enough. I don't care. I don't feel like he would have done that. But see, here's the thing. When we're watching the movie, I believed in that moment he would to for the better good, because what would Tony do? And Yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. No. I get it. All right. We'll agree to disagree. Actually, maybe not. Maybe give him away, but not to him. I'm just saying, he thought, you know, he was a good guy. He thought. All right. And you picked. It's not on Disney Plus. <gasps> <laughs> you mean you've seen movies besides Disney Plus? Yes. No. So I picked Zodiac. And I Disney Blues. That ain't gonna happen. So, Zodiac is about, what was it, 1969, 1970? Yeah, I don't uh, actually remember when that happened. A Zodiac Killer. Yeah. Who was killing people based on their birth. And calling the cops before he killed yes. them. Like this Like dude, a big Riddler. Like this guy was like the first supervillain. And he never got caught. They still to this day do not know who, exactly who it is. But I'm... Okay, so I'm pretty sure it's this one guy that actually starts taking it on and trying to figure it out himself. Yes. Um, he was a columnist or a cartoonist. I don't remember. Yes. Um, and he starts trying to figure out who did it. I don't think he ever did. No, and to this day, they do not know who did it. It is a mystery. It is an unsolved mystery. But shocker, not on Disney Plus. Shocker. Although the one I picked was, so whatever. What's all the Marvel movies are... Oh, yeah, they are. Yeah, we just can't get away from it. Nah. It's because Disney owns all the movies. Yes, they do. Yeah. And they're great for that. Yes. All right, and the last one is... Marissa Tomei. Yes. And I picked my favorite Marissa Tomei movie. Honestly, a great movie, especially at the time when it came out. Um, That's My Cousin Vinny. Which is a great cast. I, I honestly can't remember the guy who played the judge, but he was a great actor. He used to be uh, one of the monsters. He played Frankenstein. Um, Joe Pesci played the, the, the fast-talking lawyer. Um, the Karate Kid was the guy who made a mistake. The Karate Kid? Yeah. Uh, I can't remember his name. He's the Karate Kid. Like, <laughs> like the only thing he's ever done... You have no name no more. You were just the Karate Kid. Well, just to prove it, he's back on a TV show, and guess who he plays? <laughs> the, the Karate, karate kid. kid. I mean, come on. That's just... Like, the Karate Kid is so so much a pop, part of pop culture. I don't think that anybody knows his name. He is forever the Karate Kid. Was it, like, Macho or something? Ralph Macho, yeah. I actually know it. He's the Karate Kid. You didn't know it until I said <laughs> No, I know it. Just because he's actually back on TV again. Oh, YouTube. Well, no, no, Netflix. I think Netflix they, he's been switched. But, yeah. Um, and honestly, my cousin Vinny is, is awesome. Um... Ralph Macchio and his best friend are on a road trip, and uh, they stop at a, a, a gas station, and they stock up, and he puts some cans in his pocket because his hands are full, and he forgets to pay for them. Not the worst thing in the world, and then they drive off. And apparently, the moment they drive off, somebody else drives up, robs that gas station, and kills everybody. And the cops pull him over, and... He thinks he's being pulled over because he's from New York in the South for shoplifting, and they're t they're taking it way too serious because they're from the South, and apparently the South's 
hates New Yorkers. And that actually kind of plays out in this movie a couple of times. Um, and so he confesses to the shoplifting, saying he did it and he was sorry. And they wrote that down as the confession to murdering everybody and robbing them. Never mind they didn't have a gun or anything else. All that stuff. And so he calls his cousin Vinny, who is a lawyer, who hasn't actually had a case yet. And he comes down and brings his wife, Marissa Tomei, and goes through a lot of trouble. A lot of trouble. That judge did not like him at all because he was from New York. And ends up, though, my cousin Vinny proves that he... uh, didn't do it, and they get him off, and everybody's happier in the movie. And it's a great movie. It's funny. I, I'm not doing the com- com- comedy justice in this movie. Joe Pesci is hilarious in this movie. Like, the only time he can fall asleep in the South is he's so used to New York City is the day he's locked up in uh, jail for contempt of court, and there's a riot going on, and that reminds him of New York City so much he's finally able to get a good night's rest. All right. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's just an absolute great movie. All right. And your pick was? I picked Chapel. Now, that's the story of Chaplin? Yes, Charlie Chaplin. Charlie Chaplin, which was, what, 1930s black and white movies? Black and white, silent films. Uh, I mean, just great movies. If you ever get a chance to watch some of the older movies, they were great. I mean, yeah, they were silent. But just the the physical comedy. It was, it was great. I mean, the movie's great. Um... I almost said Iron Man. The dude that plays Iron Man plays Charlie Chaplin. Robert Downey Jr. plays Charlie Chaplin? I might actually have to watch this movie now. Mm-hmm. I've never seen it. Yeah. Um, it's a great movie about his life, how his troubles and his uh, issues. What kind of issues did he have? I honestly don't know. I'm, I'm being serious. There's a few. I'm getting tired, y'all. Oh, no. Oh, no. Like, my brain is going blank. And I love this movie. And I watched this movie, like, a couple weeks ago. Did, was it, like, drug issues? Or uh-huh. was he a womanizer? I mean, it wasn't mean or nothing. I didn't say mean. I said a womanizer. Womanizer is not necessarily a mean person. That's just somebody who only thinks is woman for one thing and goes from woman to woman. I think he was easily one to love. Easily. Oh, so he's not a womanizer. He was... Yeah, he just... He wasn't loyal. And he would do anything for, you know, his films and stuff. I mean, he was a, he put everything into it. Well, yeah. Y'all definitely got the defense, the running back, decent quarterback. And, and Y'all we, still need a number one receiver, though. My thing is, though, with, with our team, the way it's built right now, I don't see why we can't. I mean, there's always a fluky chance we'll lose to Kansas City again. But other than Kansas City, there's not any team I'm really worried about. Not not one. We match up pretty good with everybody. It's never going to be a blowout win, but we're going to be in it every game. That's good, man. That, 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 that's all you can ask for, man. Yeah. I mean, maybe we lose, maybe we win, but at least we're going to be in there. All right, what we got? But in a game that doesn't matter, the Bills and the Dolphins. 31-28 Bills would take it. I mean, it's the Dolphins. I mean, it's a little, it's a little interesting because you got to think the Dolphins coming off of getting three number one draft picks. All right, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you want to donate the show, help us out. Go to patreon.com slash worst jokes. That's patreon.com slash worst jokes. Join a tier. Join a high enough tier. Help us out. You're going to earn some merchandise out the deal. Also, people who are on Patreon get first dibs on 
answering questions. But if you want to find me on Twitter at cman2342, answer questions on there also, and YouTube and Facebook. All you gotta do is search for Ask the Angry Ninja. I promise you'll find everything we're doing. Hope everybody has a ninja night. <laughs> He's not a Dallas receiver because he caught something, but yeah. other than that, sorry, I got to rag on Dallas a lot. One of my friends is a Dallas fan. We have a bet going, and this bet may take years to fulfill, or I might win it this year. <laughs> Who's going to win the Super Bowl first, Tennessee or Dallas? Tennessee. Yeah, that's what I think. I, I'm trying to figure out what Jerry Jones is doing with his quarterback situation. Like, he has a good quarterback, but he doesn't want to give him a contract. Why would you do a thing like that? And – or better yet, you're still negotiating. Why are you getting on TV and talking about how he's not worth it? Like, yeah, that guy's going to play real hard for you this year that you didn't give a contract to and then talk about how he wasn't worth it. I think that's a horrible plan. Yeah, I, I got my... Yeah, you know, our cousin Joe, he's a huge Dallas fan. Oh. And so I always send him... Because I think the Cowboys suck. Yeah. So I sent him this one last week. Is this. Have you ever woke up at 2.23 in the morning and thought to yourself, wow, the Cowboys suck? <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, then they, honestly, my favorite one is the, have you seen the Dallas gun? It's a 9mm gun made up uh, to look like a, the Dallas star and some of the colors and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it says, uh, best gun in the world if you don't want to shoot anybody because it can't hit anything or can't catch any receiver. It was great. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. All right. Back to wrestling. Okay. What is your favorite wrestling move? Like, to, to see, get done to somebody, to have done. Like, my personal one, I love the Tombstone Piledriver. I think that's one of the, the best-looking moves. Yeah. Uh, one of the best-looking moves in, in, in wrestling. Because even though sometimes you, if you look with long hair, he doesn't even get close to the ground, it still looks like it's devastating. Mm-hmm. What, what would your favorite one? My favorite move, and I actually ended up doing it for several years, was actually JBL's clothesline. Oh, the clothesline from hell. Killer clothesline, clothesline from hell, whatever you want to call it. Absolutely loved it because he folded people. I did. And I picked up so much from watching how he took care of people and how he actually destroyed people but mm-hmm. took care of them. Right. And so for several years, that was actually my finish. I used the killer clothesline for mm-hmm. a finish. I didn't, I didn't call it a clothesline from hell because obviously, oh, you're JBL. No, but yeah. I think even the WWE stopped calling it the clothesline from hell because they yeah. didn't want to say that H word anymore. Right. I'm like, good. Come on now. Y- y'all are dropping people off the top of buildings. You can say the hell would. <laughs> yeah. You have a whole match called Hell in the Cell, which is by far one of the greatest matches every year. Right. I always love the Hell in the Cell match. Did you, uh, do you remember a horrible movie WCW did with David Arquette? Uh, I think it was called Rumble. Yeah. Do you think they'll ever bring back the triple tier cage for a match? Because they did it one time for no. real. Oh, why not? That was a great match. Seeing Canyon fly off that thing and go through the, the, the floor was great. I don't think so. I mean, it could happen. Wrestling's wrestling. History repeats itself, so it, it could happen. If you could be in the WWE in any one special match, like Elimination Chamber, Hell in a Cell, whatever, what would one match you would really like to do? I would like to do the Royal Rumble. You want to do the Royal Rumble? Yeah. I, growing up, Royal Rumble was always my favorite. I, to this day, we still watch it every single year. It's yeah. like the one pay-per-view I don't miss. Um, cause you, it, 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 and you know, here lately, it seems like that it, it's probably just because of being jaded to the business after so long, but, but 
you know, growing up, it was always nice seeing those surprises. Yeah. Um, and like a couple of years ago when the Deadly Boys came back. Yeah. Oh, when the Deadly Boys music hit, I went nuts. I thought they got me. They worked me. They got me good. Yeah. Um, so like for me, that it would to, to be able to to have that that clock hit zero and the mm. buzzer go off and my music hit and get to come out that that'd be a pretty cool experience. Yeah. I the, I remember the surprise one this year. It, it got me pretty good with Edge and oh, came man. back. I'm a huge Edge fan. Edge is my favorite wrestler. You want to talk about who your favorite is? I know you were probably going to ask me that question. I was. I was going to get there. By far, hands down, Edge is my favorite. I love Edge. I've always loved Edge. Been a huge Edge fan. Um, so yeah. So and, and to 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 see that emotion yeah. because I've been there. You know, when I broke my arm, I was out of the ring for thirteen months. Yeah, because when he got hurt, didn't they tell him most he could like, never wrestle again? They, yeah. they told him he would never wrestle again. Yeah. He retired. Like he. They told him he would never wrestle again, mm-hmm. and he decided he wasn't going to take that for an answer, and mm-hmm. he decided to, you know, get in the gym and keep pushing and keep pushing. And, and it was wasn't an, they did another procedure. They did they... another procedure on his neck, and you know he kept you know doing the things he needed to do to get back in shape and get the get to the the condition the health that he could have, to, yeah. and he finally got to release. And yeah. to come back. But to see that raw emotion in oh. his eyes when when he was standing there and the freaking you know fireworks were going off. And he was looking around the crowd and just... Hit refresh during the spring home sale spectacular at JCPenney. Save 50% on bedding, bath, windows, and more from household brands like Fieldcrest and Liz Claiborne Home. Need a total spring reset? Get your family organized from floor to decor and add even more home sweet home vibes when you save an extra 30% with coupon. Stock up and spring ahead. JCPenney. Offers valid on select styles through 319. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. 